I remember the day my income was suddenly halved. The company I worked for was struggling financially and the big red cut costs button was smashed through the wall. G'day, it's Peter and welcome to Office Anywhere, a simple little podcast about working and living on your terms, whether that's cutting code on the deck of a Balinese villa, crafting ad copy from a cafe in Portland, Oregon, or building websites from a home office in Melbourne, Australia. If you've had enough of the daily commute and the limitations that working in an office imposes, or you're already working remotely but you want to explore some of the doors that it opens for you, then this is the podcast for you. To learn more about Office Anywhere, just go to officeanywhere.co. Back then I was caught like a deer in headlights. Should I go left? Should I go right? Or should I just close my eyes and hope for the best? It was especially stressful because at the time I was neck deep in debt with a property renovation and a subdivision project. The thing was my job allowed me a certain amount of flexibility, meaning I could attend to issues with the property projects when I needed to and I could continue my normal work into the evening. A regular job just wouldn't have allowed that, so finding another one at the time just wasn't an option. It was classic rock and a hard place, I can tell you, and it was very stressful. The long and the short of it is, I struggled through as best I could, I failed terribly, I got divorced and I lost everything. My employer made it through, thanks to an outside investor, and they went on to grow into a much larger business. Eventually, my income was restored to pre-disaster levels, and I continue working for them today. I'm no longer involved in property development, but I still have a couple of side hustles on the go, like this podcast and the website, the Office Anywhere website. Um, Plus, I've got a few freelance clients. The thing is, I still love real estate investing, but I'll never run a development site again without a significant financial buffer, that's for sure. I learned the hard way that they always cost more than you think and they always take longer than you want. It was also proof that you should never bet the farm on a side hustle unless you have lots of spare money to recover should things go south. But getting back to why we all need a side hustle or two, the reason I say this is we're at a time in history where two powerful forces are at work. One, for the first time in history, almost anyone with a phone, a tablet or a computer and an internet connection can reach about three and a half billion people. And two, the era of the career employee is fading rapidly, replaced by contract workers, freelancers and project-based talent. Most people can't survive more than three months without an income. Some people can't survive a week without an income. They spend what they earn and then some. Just think about this for a sec. If you lose your job tomorrow, how long before the cars are repossessed, the Netflix is disconnected and the house goes up for sale? Will the kids stay in school, in private school, especially if they're in private school? Will you be able to do the weekly grocery shop? Will you lose your health insurance? Most people are extremely vulnerable because they rely on a single source of income. Having an income generating side hustle knocks the tops off the edges and gives you the means to build a financial buffer or to replace your income entirely over time. It gives you options and pathways to consider. It gives you options and pathways to consider if you do suddenly lose your job because you'll have learned to think like an entrepreneur. And that brings us to the second reason. Thing is, you feel a lot less trapped. Ever since I was a kid, I've had side hustles. Since I was about eight years old, I've had side hustles. Whether it was making and selling stuff to the neighbours, collecting and reselling golf balls at the local golf course, or photographing riders at the local motocross track, I always had multiple sources of pocket money, of revenue. And today, it's no different. If I lost one source of income, I could ramp up um, one of the others or add a new one to help replace it. It's just a different way of thinking. It's a mindset that says, I'm in control here. If things turn to shit, then it's up to me to fix it. When I was 13, for example, I desperately wanted a new dirt bike, a bright orange Honda XR200. Did I beg my dad for one? No. I zeroed in 
on a place that I wanted to work, which was the local fitness club. And I literally rang them every day for two weeks until the owner agreed to meet me and hire me. And for the next two years, I worked my ass off for $3 an hour and I bought my motorbike, paid cash for it. When that beautiful machine arrived at our house, I knew from then on I could have anything I wanted. It was entirely up to me. This self-directed attitude carried right through my life and it has afforded me a degree of autonomy and freedom that a lot of people just don't enjoy. I'm less tied to a single employer and therefore the master of my own destiny to some extent. I'm effectively free. Over the years, I've learned a ton of skills. I started with photography, beginning with an ancient Voigtlander rangefinder, a couple of books, and an obsession with photographing everything. My first feature story was published when I was 16, and I had my first magazine cover and a full-time gig with a publisher by the time I was 18. Now, thanks to the internet, I'm able to do it faster, easier, and cheaper than ever. In 2017, I decided to start a podcast. Now, years ago, I would have had to wade through a mountain of books or cozy up to someone who's succeeded as a podcaster. Today, though, I only had to look for a podcasting course and sign up. And that's exactly what I did with Pat Flynn's Power Up podcasting course. I now have a podcast and it's 100% professional because I learned from one of the best in the industry. It was the same with digital marketing and writing and web design, video and SEO. I found the information I needed, I practiced hard, and now I'm considered a bit of an expert in all of them. I'm not the best at any of them but good enough to charge for my expertise. The add-on benefit to acquiring their skills is that I can apply them to my other work as well. I've been working for the same company for about 22 years and I regularly use my knowledge on projects that I do for them, knowledge that I've picked up over the years, like some of the things I just mentioned. As a result, I'm now a more effective employee and a go-to person for those skills. So developing side hustles makes you more valuable right where you are. It acts like an insurance policy making you harder to replace. Another benefit is you're happier. Sometimes it can seem as though life is all about work. We do so damn much of it, we start to feel like a one-trick pony. But having a side hustle lets you explore new avenues for creative expression. It doesn't really matter what it is. The fact is it's different. And if you develop something that generates a growing revenue source, it diffuses the stress in your work because you sense that, well, one day you might be able to kiss the job goodbye. And that's a really nice feeling. Also, there are more opportunities than ever for creating passive income. It's nowhere near as easy as you might think, unless you create a new celebrity website and choke it full of ads. But I personally know some online business builders who routinely generate five and six figures a month from passive income sources. One of those people is Pat Flynn of Smart Passive Income. Luckily for us, he also has a course on the subject. It's called 123 Affiliate Marketing, and I've done the course, and it's, it's fantastic. Pat's one of those rare gems who puts service and ethics above everything else, and that's why his reputation as an online practitioner and educated is so respected. Pat's got a ton of free resources about affiliate marketing over his website as well. Creating a side hustle is also great for your marriage, I reckon. It gives you and your partner something else to talk about besides your hateful bosses and bills and politics. It might even be something that you can work on together, perhaps with the kids as well. Actually, that's a huge benefit on its own. Teaching your kids by showing them how to create something from scratch and infusing them with an entrepreneurial spirit is one of the best things you can do for them. All of my kids have side hustles, and it makes me enormously proud to see them grow and develop through their entrepreneurship. Another benefit is you become more of you, providing you're authentic and, you know, you, you behave the right way. Um, most of us stumble into our careers. It happens through ignorance or circumstance or just dumb luck. But even if we land a job that truly satisfies, it's inevitable that over time our interests change. 
A side hustle allows us to test a new interest or idea and to do it with very little risk. Because it's a side hustle, we don't have to toss in our career to have a go. We can taste the buffet and sample different dishes and still hold down a day job. This allows us to try new things and discover, through doing, what feels right for us, our personality, our skills and our passions. And this is probably the greatest benefit of all. We're only here for a single lifetime, just one. So to spend most of it doing something that we're ambivalent about, or worse, something that we hate, is a terrible waste. Creating a small, independent business, doing something that we enjoy, is one of the best things we can do for ourselves, because it allows us the freedom to become more of who we truly are. There are no more answers to kiss, no protocols, no office politics. It's just you and your thing. So if you've listened this far and I've convinced you to drink the Kool-Aid, then there's one thing I recommend you do. I know it's tempting to Google the hell out of any new interest. That's generally my default setting. But if solopreneurship, if side hustles, those kinds of things sound appealing to you, then you should learn from other successful solopreneurs. Do it properly and save yourself the headaches. A few people I have to mention are Chris Gillibo. Chris Gillibo is the master of side hustles. And of course, the guys at Fizzle, Corbett Barr, Chase Reeves and Steph Crowder. Chris Gillibo is one of those people who walks quietly and carries a big stick in the nicest possible way. And his story reads like a great adventure novel. Having visited all 193 countries before the age of 35 and never holding a job his entire life, Chris first came onto my radar after a suggestion from Corbett Barr from Fizzle uh, to read his book, The Art of Nonconformity. It is brilliant, and any aspiring entrepreneur should read that book. I've since gone on to read Chris's other books, The $100 Startup, Born for This, and Side Hustle, and I'm a frequent listener to his fabulous podcast, Side Hustle School. His insights, which are delivered in a very concise, low-key, and factual manner, really resonate with me. There's no hoo-ha, there's no... There's no rah-rah with, with Chris. He's very, very down-to-earth. I have a huge amount of respect for the guy, and I was thrilled to be his photographer for the Melbourne leg of his side hustle book tour. That was a lot of fun. As for the guys at Fizzle, I don't believe my websites would have happened without them. My first one, Midlife Tribe, and then the subsequent one that I've built now, Office Anywhere, they really wouldn't have happened without Corbett, Chase, and Steph, and the other guys who were there earlier. Um... One thing that most of us struggle with these days is information overload. There's just so much stuff out there. And with that comes analysis paralysis. We don't know who to trust. Uh, we don't know whose teachings to apply or how to even begin. Fizzle has done something that few other online training businesses have. They've created a structured learning environment that is anchored in ethical conduct. It's completely devoid of bullshit. And it's built and supported by people who've had significant success on their own. They know their stuff and they really do care about the things they teach and the people that they serve. I've been a student of theirs for years and I don't see myself leaving anytime soon. Paired with their awesome podcast, The Fizzle Show, and Courage and Clarity, Steph's show, their nine-stage roadmap for building a business, it's probably second to none. I, I, look, I've been online for a long, long time and I still haven't seen anything as good. They are quite simply, in my opinion, the best. The reason I recommend people in this episode is that I've learned so much from them and I owe my own reinvention to each one of them. These are zero bullshit operators who created significant success for themselves before they started teaching others. Over time, I'll add more of my own advice uh, on Office Anywhere about developing side hustles, but right now, I recommend you learn from the best and they're the people in this story, in this episode. 
Anyway, I think that's enough for me for this week. I've crapped on for long enough. I think I need another glass of wine. Um, thanks for hanging out with me again on the Office Anywhere podcast. And uh, if you want to read the uh, blog post that goes along with this episode, there's quite a few links there that you might want to have a look at that relate to what we've just been talking about. Um, then just go to officeanywhere.co slash 72. And then you can read that and follow along with the links. Anyway, um, thanks again for hanging out with me. Until next week, here's to working and living on your terms. I'll catch you then. See ya.